This is uh, welcome back to another week of decent dialogue with Gregory Scott Standard and Scott Allen Nordstrom. We uh, oh, are just putting my middle name out there. <clears throat> Scott's social security is one two three four five six nine nine two seven. Um, we are coming to you live. Um, I have a in, question for you, Greg. Yeah. Just uh, let me interrupt your intro. Do you know where? Do you have your birth certificate? Yeah, I do. I don't know where mine is, Greg. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know where mine is. It's in my house. Hmm. The whereabouts of that is unknown, but it's in my house. Interesting. Yeah, my mom laminated. I don't know. No, she didn't laminate it because I think if you, what's weird is if you laminate your birth certificate or your social, or well, social was laminated, is already laminated. If you laminate any of that stuff, it becomes invalid. They tell you not to do really? it. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Even they like tr- social security cards and everything? Social security, I think, is already laminated. But that means like Levi's, they trust me to not damage just a single sheet of paper. I, I don't trust it. Yeah, like with Eleanor coming soon, I wonder, like all that information's in the cloud now, right? Like, it's not I don't know. Well, there's a lot of like children who get born out in the country and stuff that aren't yeah. in hospitals and go through that. I think technically, they don't have cloud access. Yeah, the cloud doesn't exist in them. No, I think technically <laughs> they could go. A lot of I've heard that like they don't even try to get a birth certificate until they have to go to school. What? Yeah, but then how do you prove that child's yours? I don't know. How does anything work? You if know? nobody, if nobody witnessed it. If if you have a baby in the woods and no one's there to see it, did you did you have a baby? That's a great question. Probably not. This week we are sponsored by Pampers. Pampers. For the babies you know you have and the babies you don't that know you don't. You have. Um and for the babies that are coming next week, Scott. Hey. I am um, I made the prediction, the bold well, prediction. This week. Yeah, I made the bold prediction that Scott will be having a baby by the time you've listened to this, his baby will be one day old. Um, Eleanor was born yesterday. Yes, that's my. If you're listening to this a couple weeks late, I'm sorry, but you missed the baby. Um, baby, babies come, and then it's here. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited. You don't sound excited. You sound like that was that was the voice of I am having a baby next week, and I have no idea what to do. Well, that's very accurate. I have no idea what to do. What do I do, Greg? And do you have any experience babying uh, other babies? I mean, I have two nieces that are 14 and 12, 11. So, so some recent experience with babies, I see. They were babies at one point, yeah. 12 years ago. Has anything changed? Um, I mean, I I can't remember. All right, did you Scott. baby any babies? No, I did not baby any babies. Scott, tell me this. 12 years ago, what were you doing? 12 years ago, I was 20. Okay. I was at HCC going to school to get my, what is that degree called? An associate's degree? I think so. And I was just living life, you know, serving in the high school ministry at my church and being a 20-year-old, being a 20-year-old dingus. When you're at HCC, what do you remember about that class? Do you remember anything about the classes you took that year when you were 20? I failed statistics. Okay, I'm just trying to make the point that if you had, I doubt 12 years ago that you remember any of the babying techniques that you learned. I worked yeah. at a Starbucks within 12 years. I could not tell you how to make any of those drinks. So you're telling me you're trying to pump yourself up to be the barista at my coffee shop 
And you just admitted you don't know how to be a barista. So. No, there, I don't know how to make Starbucks drinks. I, I do know how to make regular good coffee. Oh, gotcha. That's the difference. I don't know how to make, like last week, your your confession of Frappuccinos. Um, I don't remember <laughs> the little formula. If you have to have a formula to make your coffee, I don't think that's good coffee. Yeah, that's for dang sure. Well, I, I say that's for sure, but... Whenever you do like pour overs or uh, cappuccinos or lattes, you got to know the right um, ratio of milk to coffee. And then even like doing pour overs, like you need the right coffee to water ratio. Okay. If you're doing it right. But this is Starbucks. I'm pretty sure put sulfur and like, you know, sulfur nitrogen. I think they put some weird stuff that I don't know how you create the stuff they do without some. Is this an expose on Starbucks? It is behind the scenes with a former employee. Oh man. I I have another friend that's a former employee too. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we could get him on and y'all could, just roast Starbucks. Well, you, you could have Whitney on and we could talk about Panera. Me and Whitney worked ah, at Panera yeah. at the same time. That's true too. Yeah. Not the same Panera, but was it the same time? Like same mm-hmm. same time frame? I'm pretty sure. What years? Oh gosh. Um twenty thirteen and fourteen. And then again yeah. another bout in twenty fifteen. Another bout with Panera. <laughs> Whitney was there twenty thirteen to 2014 i think i don't know yeah Yeah, it's crazy to think when we first got married for like the first three years of our lives we were both working part-time jobs like making barely over minimum wage yeah but look where you are we survive yeah you get by um yeah whitney's going to be listening to a lot of our podcast on maternity leave i bet um probably do you guys listen together no, we've actually never listened to a podcast together. I feel it's like weird listening to it with her. Hmm. Do you listen with Natalie? No, I mean she's only listened to maybe a couple of these, but what? Natalie. Uh, you can yeah, call her out. So ring, ring, ring. Natalie. She is not pod. she's not an avid podcast listener. If we were on YouTube, maybe she'd listen to us because she she'll like have YouTube stuff in the background. She is the type of person I, I think I've talked about how I don't want to I don't want to listen to like just YouTube podcast, you know, what but do you she, mean? I think she's I, the type of person know. to actually listen to those or watch those more than listen on her phone. Yeah, I don't. Do you watch any podcast esque videos on YouTube? Mm-mm. No, I actually I actually prefer the the median. I don't like looking at people's faces when I'm I don't know. It, yeah. It, so when you have when you listen to a podcast, especially of people you don't know, you kind of get a mental picture of them in your head. And then when you see them in real life or actually see a picture of them, you're like, wow, that does not look anything like I thought. Has it ever happened to you? Um, I don't think so. I'm trying to think who. Like someone you've heard their is... voice and then not their face and then they just don't match up. Yeah, it used to be like I would listen to people on the radio and I mm-hmm. guess you would never really understand who those people are. And then you start seeing like radio hosts or talk radio hosts and being like, oh, that's that's that dude. Yeah. So I can't think of any specifics, but with podcasts, I like always look up people's Twitters and Instagrams oh, really? to see what they look like. Yeah. It's kind of a mystery for me for a while, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I get pretty into a podcast before I actually um look it up what they look like and then i'm always like i don't know if i like this you're not what i thought <laughs> you fair. were are you like the type of person that doesn't like to 
watch movies that were books because you already have an image in your head of the characters and you don't want that image to change? No. Or like you'll read a book that was a movie and you'll read it in that character's voice. Um, that I've only done that one time and I actually kind of enjoyed it because I was reading when I read Lord of the Rings. Like uh-huh. I had the movie in my head and those voices and whatnot, which made it more enjoyable for me. But I think you're in the minority with that. I probably am. But I I mean, I, I was exposed to the, the movies long before the books. So, yeah. Yeah. The movies are better than the books anyway. So. I mean, that's uh, debatable, but the movie is... I've never read the books. Well, the movie is about three hours long. If they actually stuck to the book, it would be probably five hours long. Like, Oh, easily. They're right? ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. There's like three or four pages of just setting scenes, and it's it's good, though. I enjoyed it. Let me ask you this, Greg. Let me ask you this. Well, let me ask you something first. No, I'm just kidding. Well, let me let me ask you this, Greg. Do you have a favorite pen that you write with no. or that you use? Scott, who do you think are you I a, am? Are you a pen aficionado? No, I lose my pens within five. I don't think I've had a pen longer than two weeks. What? Sue me. I don't think That's I have. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you? I love pens. I literally listen. I listen to a podcast. I usually listen. It's my like, I'm going to go to sleep listening to this podcast. It's called The Pen Addict. And it's all about like fancy pens and stationery and like journaling. And wow. And they just talk about it. It's an hour and a half long podcast about different types of pens. Wow. The, yeah. We are completely different people. That yeah. would put me to sleep in about five <laughs> seconds. I, I love it. But I've been using... One of my, you know, the classic is the Pilot G2. That's one of like the classics. But then I was really getting into, um, uh, what is it? The Juice Up, I think. Yeah, the Pilot Juice Up. But my favorite pen right now is this one called the Sarasa Dry hmm. Gel Pen. Sriracha, Sriracha Dry? Sarasa, S-A-R-A-S-A. The 0.4 millimeter one, that's like the sweet spot for me. Do you have any custom pins, like nice, nice pins? No, I do have this really nice Mont Blanc pin, though. I'll get you a custom one for, um, well, that is nice. I'll get My you dad a custom- gave me this one. It looks very nice. I'll get you a custom one for uh, for Christmas. It'll say Scott on it. It'll say the Dialoggers. In, it'll, yeah, it'll say the Dialoggers on it. It'll be cool. There's well, this new, I really want to get into like fountain pens and like stationery and stuff. Yeah, but I saw I saw this one. It's it was made out of concrete, and it's dope as heck. A concrete pen? Yeah. How much would you pay for a pen? I mean, two dollars. I lose them so quick. This concrete fountain pen I saw that I really want is one hundred thirty dollars. I need to look this up because you've intrigued me. Concrete fountain, fountain pen? Yeah, it's uh, I got an email about it. It's on Jet Pens. I'm really Dude. into like. It's called the 22 Studio Contour Fountain Pens. I mean, some people on Etsy have it too. It looks very, I mean, I bet it feels very sturdy in your hand. Well, yeah, there's that. But like it's, you know, different nibs and stuff and writing styles. And I'm sorry, you need know. to ex- you need to explain what a nib is for us non... Um... Uh, so on a fountain pen, the nib is like the part that r- you write with. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever, wait, have you used a fountain pen before or no? 
I have. Interesting. I would like to use one. So I got a friend of mine um, a quill and pen for a birthday yeah. present once. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know if he ever used it, or but I, I don't know if I'd be down with a quill. It'd be cool to be like, hey, look at my desk. I have a quill on there and then leave it at that. But I don't think yeah. I'd do anything past that. Yeah. Like stationary, stationary, like cool journals, planners, nice pens, stuff like that. I'm really into that stuff. Nice paper. That's my yeah. vibe. I like journaling, uh, but I and I used to want to buy like those fancy journals, like fancy leather journals and whatnot, but I kind of got away from that too. Yeah. I mean, I don't use like fancy leather journals or anything, usually like pretty basic stuff like uh like a moleskin or you know, something along those lines. Yeah. I there have a go. little basic no basic hoobadoob. Yeah, I have like I'm probably have like four or five different types of journals in front of me right now. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm not as consistent as I want to be, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know how I got into that, but that's one of the weird little niche niche things that yeah. I really like. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. It is a pen. It's not pens. the concrete pen, but if yeah, just give me some pens. You can go on jetpens.com and you can get pen samplers for like 20 bucks and try like 10 different types of pens. It's great. What if I just got you very, very cheap big pens? Would those be appreciated no. still? No. And I don't like ballpoint pens. I like um, gel pens because ballpoint pens don't write dark enough for me. This is so interesting. I did not know you're this deep in the weeds on on pens, but well, is... like when you when you like rollerball rollerball pens are good because the gel is more liquid. Mm-hmm. Like ballpoint pens are just like I don't know. I don't like the ink in them. What's well? What's something you're into that like I wouldn't understand? What's something that I'm into that you wouldn't understand? Um, I mean, most most of my life, Scott. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Well, you were telling me about Dungeons and Dragons today. I don't think I would ever do that. Yeah, d and Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, I was saying, Scott, we had a... I just started playing campaigns, what they call it, the start of it. But um, basically, if you've never heard of Dungeons and Dragons, it's basically like you're telling a story together. Like one person leads it, like I lead it, and everybody has characters in it, and you basically tell a story together um, in a way. But... We had a guy who had never played it before, never knew about it, thought it was super nerdy, but agreed to play just to really for the hangs. Um, was kind of like, yeah, I, you know, I'll play once a month or so. Like, I don't know how often I'll be able to do this. And by the end of it, he was like, can we play next week? Like, I don't, this is phenomenal. Like, he was like obsessed with it. Um, it's been like texting me all week questions and stuff. Um, so Scott, don't write it off because I think, I think if you actually knew what it was and played it, you'd have fun, but. Uh, Scott's on mute right now, so I can't hear him. How did I get on mute? <laughs> I whatever I mean, you're about I to say, whatever insult came out of your mouth that was muted, um, you know, I forgive you for. Thank you. I was just gonna say, I I don't understand like the timing of it. If it's gonna take me three hours to do something, like that's not what I want to spend three hours doing. You what hanging? You're just hanging out with friends. Yeah, but I would rather spend three hours like talking about the meaning of life. See, that's the thing. And what happens when all you, what happens when you've talked about the meaning of life a lot and then, you know, you just want to relax a little bit? Uh, you can never fully understand the meaning of life. I don't know. I um I get where you're coming from. But no, I I enjoy um it, it is fun. It's fun just to hang out and stuff. And Scott, maybe that's part of my You go problem, to game nights and stuff, you know. I 
can't remember the last time I played a game. <laughs> you got to go games. You got to do something. Uh, you got to do something. You know, I, I don't I like do, board games. This is a lot more serious than I. I think probably we intended on this episode after last week's serious this episode. But I do think I don't know. Like I go back and forth sometimes, where like I feel almost guilty or don't let myself do like just fun or relaxing or spin. Like, well, yeah. you know, like that's three hours. I should be doing something else. Like, right. And I put all this pressure on myself to always be doing something. But yeah. I think you got to let yourself sometimes be like, you know, what? here's three hours that I had fun. It didn't make me particularly, it didn't like, it didn't grow any. I mean, technically it's growing my people speaking skills and things like that. <laughs> and like, I don't know, because I'm yeah. on the fly telling stories and leading a group of people, um, which no, in some ways fair. actually, you know. And I think maybe that's part of my problem too, is I don't know how to relax. Yeah. I don't relax well. Or just be uh, like, here's three hours, I'm doing nothing, and that's okay, you know? Right, yeah. But well, I could watch movies. I'll watch Dune. I want to watch Dune again, actually. For what, the third time? No, I've only watched it once. I watched it once, and then I watched a recap, and I was like, wow, I missed a lot of that movie, and so yeah. I need to watch it again. Yeah, it was good. I uh, I hope they go through the part two. They are. It's already been confirmed. I know, but I wish they would have, like, you know, I wish they would have had it where it was coming out, like, next year, but it's probably going to be, like, two uh, years from I now. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, got to get the hype train going, you know? I guess so. I guess so. Uh, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else in my life that I'm into that you're not. Maybe not necessarily that I'm not into, but more like, what are some... Well, fountain pens makes it seem like love. see fountain pens makes it seem cool. Like you're into something cool that's niche or whatever it is. Mine's fountain like Dungeons and cool. Dragons or like video game. It's like I feel like I'm just a lot of nerdy stuff here. Um, I do enjoy cooking more than I probably let on. Hmm. Cooking and baking. Yeah. Um, well, those are two very different things. Oh, I enjoy both. Yeah. What's the last thing you baked? Uh, I made cookies just last week. Like from scratch? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I typically never buy cookie mix. Oh, my bad. You're too good for break and bake? Okay, my bad. You're too good for my big pin. <laughs> the street goes two ways, Scott. <laughs> um, Dang. Yeah, when, when I was uh, at home during the pandemic, I made a batch of cookies and I think, I don't know how many cookies it was supposed to make, but mm-hmm. I think I made over 100 chocolate chip cookies in one go. <laughs> so this calls for four cups of flour. Um, I mean, I don't, okay. it was just, you know, I had, we have one of those KitchenAid stand-up mixer situations. Yeah. And I was like, this needs to be used right now. That's insane. I, so I two cups chip. of flour in a cookie dough mix will make about, depending on how big you make them. I make like my cookies are probably good. Like I don't know. Like I'm I'm doing a, a visual cue on the on the so at home. You can't listen. Um, this is for our YouTube channel. Yeah, it's probably about five, probably like five inch diameter cookies. Like I make them beefy and yeah. Um, but I mean that's like I make like fifteen of those still. But to make a hundred, I don't even want to know what you put in that blender. I, I literally it was like the. It was the recipe on the back of one of those bags, like uh, huh. chocolate chips or something like that. I don't know. I it just, just kept coming. The cookie dough just, just kept, kept coming kept out, on. and I couldn't stop it. I was it. like, well, all right, here we go. <laughs> Hope my neighbors need some cookies. So, Well, we we couldn't give any away because it was like April, and you know you can't mm. talk to strangers that during COVID that cookies. time. COVID cookies. They were case. definitely COVID cookies. I did. COVID cookies. Did you put on weight like during COVID? Mm. No. 
I did. I put on like 20 pounds. Um, 20. I ended up, was that before or after you started getting into running? Um, I mean, I've been into running for a couple of years now. So it was like, I can't remember when you really started to, but I mean, I really started probably three years ago. Okay. So pre that, no, I, uh, I think with COVID, I, I mean, I was working out pretty consistently before COVID. And then when COVID hit, um, I don't know, I would still get out and run and things like that, but yeah, I just had, I had more time on my hands somewhat. So imagine that Scott, I can't wait to, Oh, you know what we both are into is podcasting. Ooh, love podcasting. Yeah. We don't, we're not giving ourselves credit. Like we spend time on this every single week and yeah, we do. We know a lot about it now. So we 39 do. episodes in and we finally figured it out. What did we figure out? How to podcast. Oh, crap. This episode I'm declaring, we learned how to podcast. All right, perfect. Um, but this episode, you're usually when you get good at podcasts, it means you have to edit it less. But I feel like this episode has probably been chopped up a lot. On purpose, though. We made those creative decisions. That's the difference. Uh yeah. Gotcha. Scott, you were going to ask me something about Christmas. I can't remember what it was. Um, I don't remember it being about Christmas per se, but I've, I think we've probably talked about it on this podcast before. Maybe, maybe not. But I, for the longest time, I was never like a Grinch about mm-hmm. Christmas, but I never like got super into it. But I think it was either last year or the, I think it was the year before I really started vibing Christmas and just like, enjoying the vibes of having the christmas tree up christmas music everything Mm. i don't know you've probably heard uh, this before but having kids will accelerate that you think so yeah because i mean you're experiencing first year we didn't it didn't hit a ton with levi but you experienced the holidays like through their eyes you know yeah like levi we dressed up as bees our whole family dressed (laughs) up as bees Uh, which by the way thing ever uh i had some honey tonight thanks to your dad who graciously gave us some honey. Yeah. So I tried it out. It's great. It was it was great. I never drink honey and tea, but tonight, but because I have the honey, I'm like, I'm gonna use all of this in probably a week. So dude, honey and tea is prime time. Yeah, it's what's up. Um, but I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh no, I, I don't know. I was just saying, like, with uh Christmas coming up and that just that whole season, like I'm excited for it. And like we uh every year my family does this thing called the reindeer party Mm -hmm. and we usually do it like first weekend or you know early december but this year we're doing it this or actually we did it two days ago when this podcast comes out uh we're doing it the saturday before thanksgiving this year to do it with uh before eleanor gets here and just all that craziness happens so yeah really good she's coming the day she's coming one day after okay. or before this podcast your party's two days she came yesterday yeah okay so the reindeer party was saturday then the day after eleanor came yes i um heard a really funny joke this week at church um that was somebody was like talking about how um people put up their christmas decorations right after halloween and the girl yeah. was like mary hasn't even told joseph yet I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. I don't know if I would be able to use that. I feel like the delivery, you know, I don't know. It's pretty tough to nail. But the essence of the, actually, maybe that, like, the. have you ever had that where an essence of a joke is funny? You're like, oh, yeah, that's funny, logically, but it doesn't actually make you laugh. I feel like that was one of those jokes. Yeah, pretty much every joke you say. (laughs) 
see you tonight. See you guys. See you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> is that too far? I'm sorry. Yeah, this podcast is over, and Greg is starting his own podcast tomorrow. Um, Whoa. So. What's it called? Just dialogue? Jokes. Greg's with jo- Jokes with Greg. Jokes with Greg. I, I have a joke for you. What's the difference between a sweet potato fresh out of the oven and a pig thrown off a balcony? Do you need the answer? Um, one. You have to see. You have to be baked to see them both. One is a heated yam, and the other is a yeeted ham. <laughs> what does yeeted he- mean? A, a heated yam. What's, and what's a yeeted? Ye- what's yeeted mean? Yeeted ham means a yeeted means you throw it like throw something really far. I was like actually right, I, I need to I need to clear I need to stop because Scott I was working myself up to hold in a laugh and you were very close to breaking me like I wanted to play it off cool as I wasn't going to but that was <laughs> that's pretty good more so by your delivery of it that like you were so high, you were so excited to get to that punchline um, that it made the joke all the more. Uh, you did ham. So I need to give credit where credit is due. It's all about the delivery, Greg. Yeah. Um, I have a joke for you, Scott. All right. Hey, what's Whitney Houston's favorite type of coordination? What? Hand eye. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, okay, so speaking of Christmas and speaking of your like enjoying the holidays and stuff, I did yeah. have some Christmas conversation starters. This is where Decent Dialogue turns into a Vice show um, and for this uh, week. Into a what show? It, it's de- this is where Decent Dialogue turns into an advice show for this week. Oh, advice. Here are some, if you are at your family table and yeah. you're like, hey, gosh, I don't know what to say right now. What do I, I wish, say? I wish I had a question in mind. Yeah. Well, here that are happens some. happens often to me. You could... Um, you could ask around the table. You could turn to your Meemaw and say, Hey, Meemaw, can you share a Christmas shop and fail? Or um, just you could turn to your Meemaw and you could say, What will life be like in 10 years from now for you? Which actually can, might be pretty sensitive depending on Meemaw's age. So be careful who you ask that one to. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, this one's actually pretty good. Ask each kid how they think their parents met. That's a pretty good one. Actually, Scott, how do you think your parents met? Do you know that story? Um, I think they just met at church. I don't know the story, but I'm pretty sure they met at church. Well, I do have your parents like, on the line right now to tell you the truth. Bring them on. Bruce um, and Jeannie. <laughs> uh, let's see. That actually is a pretty good one, though. I feel like if you told like a 10-year-old yeah. kid, like, how'd your parents meet? Or they well, might I give a... The... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say they make a they make a joke about how they met like their their high schools were rivals mm-hmm. and apparently like there was a big brawl uh at the at one of the basketball games between yeah. the two schools and then they met during the big brawl or something like interesting. that. interesting yeah my interesting enough my parents also were at rivaling high schools oh there you go they worked in a movie theater together wow it was love ever since Scott, if how had, old were they when they met? Oh, they had to be 16, I think. 16, 17. Huh. They're high school sweethearts. Oh, Scott, if you were given $5,000, and this is also for, for Meemaw, if you were given $5,000 to help other people, how would you spend it? 
Are you asking me that? Or are you telling me to ask Meemaw that? You can ask Meemaw, but I actually am kind of curious what you do. What would I do with $5,000? Yeah. Uh, I would probably go donate it to Metropolitan Ministries right now because they're getting get cranked up for their holiday stuff. So I just give it to Metropolitan Ministries. Yeah, probably. I'd probably give it to somebody who actually knows where to put the money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just like, start, oh, great. I just start giving cool. $100 bills to people. I'm like, here you go. I think you yeah. need it. Um, no, Dude, that's probably good. Uh, should I tell this story? I don't know. You can, since you're going to be editing this one a lot, you can decide if you want to keep this in or not. It's be a 10 minute episode. Yeah, but ahead. I, um, I one time gave money to a homeless person. Mm-hmm. Like I rolled down my window, gave the money to him. It was like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the, another homeless guy came over to me. I was like, Hey, give me some money. I was like, oh, I just gave that guy some some money. Like, maybe he'll share with you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's the last of my cash. Like, y'all can go grab a meal together or something. And then the guy proceeded to cuss me out and mm-hmm. tell me what a terrible human I am. And I was like, all right, cool, oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would not be able to handle that situation. I had a, uh, I walked into a Burger King the other day. I don't ask me why. It's the worst decision of my life. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever had anything from Burger King other than a milkshake once. Yeah, it was terrible. It was the only thing there, and I needed Wi-Fi. I was out on the job site, and I was an hour early for my meeting because I got the time wrong. I had to find somewhere with Wi-Fi. So. Classic. But I, I went to go walk in, and I only brought a $5 bill in with me because I'm like, I don't need to be spending that much money. I'm going to keep it under $5, get something small, whatever it may be. Uh, and there was a homeless man at the door. He was like, do you have any spare change? And I was like, oh, I know I have this $5 bill. I can go back to my car. But like the center I am... I just kind of walked on. I was like, no, nah, sorry. Then he goes, can you just buy me a sandwich then? And I was like, yeah, come on, man. And then I get in there and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to go back to my car and get my wallet. You know, whatever it may be. He didn't know I had this $5 bill in my pocket. Right. Um, and so I get in there, get him something, whatever. We're standing, waiting for it. And uh, the $5 bill starts falling out of my back pocket. And like, he is the one who's like, hey, man, someone's falling out of your pocket. And it was the five dollar bill. And so after I told this man that I did not have spare change, he uh, he caught me with spare change falling out of my pocket. So well, he doesn't know. He thought he doesn't know you knew you had that. I yeah, was. I felt. I felt. I felt terrible. But I'm like, I also bought. I bought this man a sandwich. So I don't feel bad about that. But I also feel terrible. It's. A, it was the weirdest. Um, it was odd. I, I hated every second of it. I was like, have a good day, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit down. This is this is I'm out. Um, yeah. this is bad for me. Um, that's so funny. When it comes to Christmas or any holidays, really, like, do you really have? Do you remember a lot of stuff like from the past? Um, yeah, I think I remember specific moments. Like going back to you talking about enjoying the holidays more. Yeah, I think as a kid, I definitely have a lot of visual memories and like, I don't know, actually. I'm trying to think maybe only there's only one, I think one or two. Yeah. One where I remember sneaking, my sister and I would sneak in and try to find the presents before Christmas. Classic. You know, classic. Um, and I have like a visual, I have like an explicit memory of that in my head. And then I have a memory of waking up one morning and getting an electric guitar when I was like seven Ooh. or eight. Um, but other than that, I don't actually, I don't know. I actually don't have many memories of it, but, um, hmm. I don't know. But I do think they're, I don't know. I think they're very, 
important as kids. Do you have any like childhood memories that stand out to you from that time? I really don't. Um, but even kind of resonating with you, what you said, you know, as far as waking up on Christmas morning and getting specific things. I remember, I think I was in middle school and I was really into skateboarding. I was a little skater kid when I was Mm -hmm. in middle school and a little bit in high school. But Uh, you are when you did talk about doing kickflips. So you still are a skater kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need to skateboard. Maybe when I'm on paternity leave for a week, I can bust out my skateboard. With Eleanor. Yeah. Me and Eleanor, me and Elle go cruise around the streets. Oh, that'll be perfect. I'll push her in the stroller while I'm skateboarding. There you go. Man, I'll be the coolest dad in the hood. <laughs> like these hipsters. All right, go ahead. Keep going. Um, but no, I got a skateboard rail. Like, uh, you know, you can do tricks on it and grind it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting that and just waking up on Christmas morning and going outside and like skating all Christmas morning. Um, yeah. I think that's what I remember the most is like getting something and then playing with it or using it or whatever, and just being all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the, those are probably the best memories. Well, I mean like how long have you guys been doing that reindeer party for? Oh, ever since I've been born. So 32 years. That's the kind of stuff I want to do with my family, like with Natalie, me and Levi and start like traditions and things like that. Um, yeah. Cause those are the things I feel like they end up lasting, you know? And yeah. Because I don't want it just to be, because that's how I was too, like just get up, do presents, go out, play with it. That's about it, you know? Mm-hmm. We didn't really have any. I mean, we'd go to like church on, on Christmas Eve and right, go to yeah. my grandpa's house, but that was like it. Like there was no like, this is the day, this is something we do today as a family and like protect that time or like have yeah. a party or something like that. I guess something else too, I kind of remember is like, we would always go to the Christmas Eve service mm-hmm. and then on the way home from the Christmas Eve service, my sister and I would always uh, try to find Santa flying around and like we'd look for Santa in a sleigh. So that was cool. Did you find him? Um, no, we never found him. But I just something just clicked in my head like tonight when I was coming home from work and it was dark out and I always look up at the sky like looking for uh, like shooting stars and stuff. But the uh, the, the International Space Station uh was flying by and it was bright as junk tonight really it was awesome that's cool so that's freaking santa like that's a, i'm yeah, telling there you go. that's santa <laughs> um i'm gonna cut this part out too because i don't want to seem like i'm trying to oh one up you oh my gosh I, I just no because i was gonna say i did i i it you reminds saw me santa <laughs> no i saw i saw a shooting star this morning on my way to work there's a meteor. Oh, that's left. not one upping me i see shooting stars like all the time Oh, well, this is, I never see them. So this was very special oh. to me. So oh, there you go. it happened to be a like a dawn meteor shower right as I was driving to work. Yeah, so. there's a meteor shower happening right now. Not like right now, but like we're in, in one. And yeah, I watch think out. it peaks tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it was cool. I've never really seen one, but I was like, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's crazy. Sweet. I remember when I was in, this is another memory I have. When I was in third grade? I like for some reason I got really into astronomy Mm -hmm. and we watched a meteor shower and I think I saw like 30 or 40 shooting stars in one night. In those showers that it can get up to Natalie looked up one after I told her this morning in December that's gonna have like 70 an hour you know. Yeah you gotta be in the right place at the right time though. Yeah. Yeah, They're usually like dawn like just before dawn is when they peak. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm I'm about it. That's 
really love, I'm sure I've seen some in the past, but that was one, that was for sure the one I was not like, I definitely have seen, I've probably seen some in the past or maybe seen some and been, right. that was an airplane, but like, oh yeah, that's shooting star. No, I've yeah. seen, I've definitely, like, I was running the other morning and it was like 5.30 and I just saw this big old like streak of green, like shooting star is so cool. That's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm always looking up, like if it's dark out, I'm looking up. And then tonight I came in and told uh, Whitney, I was like, oh, I just saw the International Space Station fly by. And it was freaking awesome. She's like, she said, uh, she said, man, I probably miss so much in life because I don't look up. And I was like, well, that's deep. Two deep words. You said, if it's dark outside, I look up. And then Whitney said. Oh, wow. I didn't even catch that one. I miss. Yeah, dude. You're spewing the knowledge right now. If it's dark out, I look up, you know? (laughs) Just tweet that. Uh, do it. Do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. Um, oh my goodness, Scott! I don't know if you had anything else. Any other questions? Any burning questions this week? This is this um, might be your final one before you have a baby. So I just I want you to, if this yeah, podcast I mean, is a time capsule, I want you to leave a note to your future dad self. Wow, to my future dad self. I mean, I don't really listen back to these, but maybe in a year I'll listen back to this one. Because the title, the title of this one should be uh, "Future Dad Self," so mm-hmm. then we'll know to come back to this one. Uh, but it would just be like, "Hey, man, you did it! You got through a year." Eleanor's going to school at one year old. Well, she's okay, a genius. Now do one that's a little bit. Now do one that's a little bit more out there. Like, hey, man, you did it. You moved to Canada like you always wanted to, like, you know. Well, first of all, different... I'm not saying hey, man, to my daughter. Well, to you, it's the letter to yourself. You oh, know? crap. I forgot this project already. <laughs> yeah, you know, and we got to mix it up just in case something wild happens. We got to yeah, be prepared hey, for everything. Hey, Scott, you you did it. You moved to British Columbia. You always wanted to go. And now 20 years later, you're moving there. All right. Now do, now do all 13 other provinces and then do 50 states. <laughs> No, it's all about British Columbia, bro. All right. There we go. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening into another Wicked Decent Dialogue. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Be praying for Scott and Wit. as little baby Eleanor's coming. Um, so excited for them. So I can't wait till Eleanor's on the pod. Yeah. We'll have her on. Give it a little ooze and ahs. Yep. She'll, her and Levi can have a conversation. I'm about it. <laughs> Put it on the calendar. All right. Bye. Peace.